Thanks to Country Auto's Havel and its new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast with just, well, old thinking. 92.9. Hailing from Manchester in the 90s, that is Take That with Robbie Williams, who, you know, he wasn't the, the huge member of that band. Gary Barlow was more the, the guy that everyone was focused on and thinking he was the one that was going to have a standout solo career. And then Robbie Williams came through, stole a baton and went, catch you later, folks. Way before he had that massive solo career, he was in that group, Take That, at 92.9, 18 past 7. That's probably what he said to the rest of the band members at the end. Ha, take that. Hey, we are looking for your frustrating little things this morning. My one's really easy on this Thursday. This is sort of my this is this is how my week's been when it comes to first world problems compared to some of yours. Uh, mine is the potato masher blocking you from opening or closing the drawer in the kitchen. I rearranged the kitchen a couple of days ago and I put the potato masher from hanging up in the kitchen. I put it in the drawer. And that night when I made some mash spuds for dinner, I well and truly regretted moving the potato masher in there because it, it jammed the drawer up. I couldn't get other stuff out of it. It, it stayed in the drawer for probably 10 minutes. And then that, that was the end of that. But I mean, that, that's, that's how my week's been. I'm doing okay, I think, if that's all I have to whinge about. That's my frustrating little thing. Potato mashers in the drawer in the kitchen. Uh, we've got someone on our Facebook page, Maxwell, saying... Uh, people walking on your freshly mopped floors with dirty shoes on, knowing full well that you've mopped it, and then they just go, hey, can't you just go over that again? Well, you give them the mop, and you go, yeah, sure, but you're doing it, buddo. Unless you're a cleaner. And then sort of don't say that to the uh, either the customers in the store that you're cleaning or the people that are paying you to clean their place. Aside from that, though, if they're family members, they can re-mop it in my book. Uh, and M and Jackie, uh, both COVID-related frustrating little things this week. Sydney siders thinking they are invincible and not doing what they need to do. We have to have stupid rules for COVID even though we have no cases. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, Helen agreeing with M, they took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I know, know the, the logic and the reasoning behind why we've got to do what we've got to do here in regional areas. Obviously, if we do unfortunately get any cases here, that is going to protect a outbreak uh, from getting even worse here in regional areas. But yeah, the lockdown in Sydney, it's kind of not really keeping those case numbers down, is it? We'll get more from Gladys at around about 11 o'clock. We'll see what the case numbers are at for today. And Jackie, the confusing double standards in our country at present due to COVID-19. What are you, are you talking about? The comparison between professional sports and the arts entertainment? Surely not, Jackie. Your frustrating little things. Get them off your chest on our Facebook page right now or 676-22929. Thanks to Country Auto's Havel and its new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast with just, well, old thinking. 92.9. One of the most depressing karaoke songs you can find out there, the Huber Stank and the Reason here at 92.9, 18 past eight. JB here this morning. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel. I was just about to have a chat about uh, whether you've seen the mice lately because I've noticed recently they seem to have vanished. I, I can't remember the last time I saw a dead or alive mouse. It's got to be at least a couple of weeks. But Steve's giving me a call. He needs some help this morning because he's got a frustrating little thing to get off your chest. Steve, how are you, mate? How are you, Steve? 
Yeah, good, mate. How about you? Yeah, very well. What's your frustrating little thing you've got for us, Steve? After last night, Jared bloody Sutton. <laughs> um, look, I'm not massive into football, but I'm going to assume here he is the referee or umpire. Yeah, yeah, he was the ref for the State of Origin last night, yep. and just, he may as well have been wearing a maroon jersey. <laughs> they, they usually say that the, the sign of a good umpire is that you never see him. And That's I, it, yeah, I, put the whistle in your pocket and let the boys play. <laughs> um, I saw him a lot last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, sometimes he was calling held, and then straight away it was six again when uh, our guys tackled Queenslanders, but then they were laying all over us. Like, they were, you know, it just taken us out to dinner and bought us a bottle of wine. <laughs> right? uh, what did you think of the match last night, aside from all of that? Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad game. Uh, nice and close and tense. Um, yeah, it would have been good if, if New South Wales had won by two with the three games being played in Queensland. But, you know, with... Uh, with Cleary out, uh, it was always going to be a little bit harder. Yeah. I found, I reckon the second half was where it was at. Um, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. The, yeah, both teams sort of hit their straps yeah. after the halftime break, and yeah. it was a, it was, yeah, all in all, it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to put it down to sort of, you're going to compare it to Star Wars trilogies, first half was kind of like the Phantom Menace, second half was your yeah, Empire Strikes Back. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. Unfortunately, it would have <laughs> yeah. been so good to see New South Wales cleaning up all in Queensland as well. Like, haven't haven't uh, had a whitewash uh, since 2000, I think it was, the last time. And then to do it yeah. all in Queensland, so good. Yeah, just good, to rub their noses yeah. in it that little bit more would have been <laughs> great. But uh, the, the Shield came home. So, yeah, uh, all well, in all, it's a good result. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, Steve, yeah. while I've got you, uh, mice, have you had problems with them lately? No, no. Was, um, you know, I've made up a couple of, like, uh, the, the, the water traps with the, you know, the, yes. the peanut butter on the spinning bottle. And yep. um, I haven't caught any in those for, um, oh, yeah, it would be about a week or two. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's been a week or two since. It's definitely been a fortnight to three weeks, I reckon, since I've seen any dead or alive mice around here. A lot of people on our Facebook page saying that the mice seem to have subsided, but now the rats are coming in, which is far Ooh. worse. They're bought in the itinerary now. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're coming the in. Yeah, they're, they're bringing in the big guns. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that. And I, I love someone posted on our Facebook page as well, um, that they had a, um, they've they've become a lot more hardened since the the mice plague has hit us. At the beginning of it, they were very wimpy and scared of the mice, and now they got no dramas picking them up and dealing with them. Which I noticed that here at our workplace, uh, some of the staff members uh, at the beginning were very, you know, wouldn't pick them up, yelled, screamed, carried on, and now. I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, they're fine. They're just, they're, they're hard. It's harder Yeah, them. become become accustomed to it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a, one of those little jobs that has to be done. Yeah, that's it. Hey, Steve, thank yeah. you so much for the uh, for the call there. Thank you so Too much. Easy, mate. Easy. Cheers. Thanks, All Steve. Right, catch you. Yeah, thank you very much. You can be like Steve. Give me a call anytime you like. 676-2299-822 here at 92.9. Love to know... Like Steve, whether the mice or the rats have disappeared on you 
in recent weeks. 676-2299 or chat about it on our Facebook page as well. To the all-new GWM Cannon with one of the most luxurious interiors on the market. Unlike our studios here at 92.9. This is JB for breakfast. Thanks to Country Auto's GWM. Bridge Street, West Tamworth. Time to chat with Imogen Van Hagen, who's from Balance Me Holistic Nutrition. Uh, Imogen, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I'd love to chat with you more about sort of education about healthy eating as opposed to, you know, fad diets and people making some of these really rash dietary, nutritional and, you know, health decisions. And then after a couple of weeks, you just fall off the man wagon and, you know, everything unravels. Uh, education on nutrition is just so vital, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, most of us, we, we tend to go for those quick fix options, right? That, you know, because it's easy and, um, you know, the, the, I guess the latest fad or the latest trend is working for your friends, so it might work for you. But of, often, because you've got that restrictive way of eating, right, you... Um, you know, it's not fun, it's not sustainable, and yeah. often just turns into a screwed all binge, right? Yeah. But ultimately, it's like that to me is just, you know, torment, yeah. like tormenting someone, right? Yeah. But um, it really just comes down to, you know, being more educated when it comes to food. And people don't know that there's lots of hidden nasties in the food that we're eating. Like, for example, you know, your body physiologically cannot tell the difference between sugar, a dried date, a teaspoon of honey, or that artificial sweetener that is in your Diet Coke. Yeah. Right? While you might think that you're going for a healthier option or eating food that's commonly deemed as healthy, it's still going to spike your blood sugar and give you irregularities in your um, insulin levels, which then over time, if you do that consistent, consistently, sorry, leads to... Um, medical conditions, health concerns, diabetes. Do you think that's where sort of the larger obesity issue is in Australia? Is that lack of education? Do you think maybe if kids get a better grasp on that in their education when they're younger, maybe learn how to cook food, prepare food, prepare healthy meals, will be better in the long run as opposed to, you know, these blatant sort of sugar tax type of ideas? Absolutely, you know, and it, it really starts with um, parents educating the children. But if our parents aren't educated, mm. right, mm. then how are our children going to get educated? And, you know, that's really my mission is to educate as many people as possible because, like you said, most people just don't know. But yeah. when you can bring them into the light of this is what's happening physiologically when you eat that food internally, then you can make a, a more conscious decision when you choose foods. And, like, just for example, you know, there's a, this lots of... Um, most people go for these 99% fat-free options, right? But what most people don't know is that often they take the fat out of these products and they add sugar mm. into these products. So they, they're also going to spike your blood sugar, but they might, but they think that they're doing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, some simple fixes that all of us can do to try and eat better. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Um, what I can tell you is the only sweetener that doesn't spike your blood sugar is stevia. You can go and buy a stevia plant from Bunnings and stick a leaf in your tea if you like to normally have a sweet tea. Um, but look, it's really just about um, eating a well-balanced diet and yeah. predominantly, you know, stripping back the processed foods and actually knowing 
what you're putting into your meals. So, you know, I cook three meals a day at home because I also just want to know what's going into them, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you're creating a meal, a meal that's going to keep your blood sugar levels balanced and also give you long-lasting energy um, and also help with weight maintenance is, you know, a good form of um, slow-burning carbohydrate, a healthy source of protein and a healthy fat, and that's really going to help to... Um, give you the well-balanced meal that you need to live the rest of your day. And if you do fall off the bandwagon a little bit, sneak a bit of a treat in there, of course, don't beat yourself up too much if you do that. Definitely not. And, you know, it's about this whole, the whole dieting mentality is based on deprivation, right? And what I always say is instead of focusing on what you don't get to eat, because that feels like you're restricting yourself, Mm. I can't have that chocolate, I can't have that chip, focus on what you do get to eat. So I get to eat high-vibe food that gives me energy, makes me feel light and full of life. Right? How much more empowering is that? Yeah. And then when you focus on what you get to eat versus what you don't get to eat, you create freedom around food. Yeah. And you know when you have freedom around food, you don't, you're not going to want to. You're not going to feel restricted, yeah. and then you know go for those binges. Um, yeah. So I'm- you know that's a. I love reverse psychology. It's the best, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Works on most of it. (laughs) Exactly. That's it. Hey, Imogen, thank you so much for the chat. That was really insightful. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thanks for having me.